Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here, Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Distump Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. That's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut on the first day of fall, September 22nd, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at HonHPod, where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough, so why not take a break and get high on horror? For Nerds by Nerds Production. Podcast. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And today we are here to review Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh yeah. It was amazing. I <laughs> See you next time. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, uh, just go watch the movie. I don't yeah. need to talk about it. Just go see it. No. Dude, people may disagree with me here, but best phase opening ever. Yeah, I don't think anyone is going to disagree. It's got a it's got a 91% audience score and a 99% <laughs> Critic score? It's I didn't know. Doing not... really good. Okay, so I didn't know much about uh, Shang-Chi going into it. Yeah. In my eyes, I mean, because Iron Man was just so revolutionary when it when it opened up the phase. And I'm going into this, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this movie. My body didn't stop moving through the whole movie. Yeah, like, it was really... Like, it was... physical reaction was ridiculous. Yeah, it's definitely... One of the best like origin movies because a lot of the origin movies for Marvel have been very like formulaic, yeah. and they just kind of hit the same notes. This one was very different. It was like three movies all in one. Like, there was three like three different stories all running through like in little sections. Like yeah. every act was like a a new movie. We'll get into full spoilers. We'll do like a little just a spoiler free kind of breakdown, and then we'll dive in. There isn't much. I never know what to say with the spoiler freeze because I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally say something. Uh, so, uh, this movie was great. This yeah. movie had a uh, great flow. This movie. <laughs> yeah, if you can't tell, we really liked it. So if that's any yeah, indication, dude. go see it. But uh, the basic premise, without spoiling anything, is uh, Shang Chi is the son of the Mandarin, the actual Mandarin, not Audrey Killian or whatever his name was from Iron Man Three. Uh, not Guy Pierce and not Ben Kingsley. <laughs> and he doesn't love he, Ben Kingsley. He was sent to America to kill somebody. We'll come back to that later. Um, but he, he like just ran off instead and and started his own life in San Francisco. And then his father basically like sends for him, and he winds up back with the Mandarin. And then whole bunch of adventure. Begins. They all hell breaks loose, yeah, and it's yeah. beautiful. A lot of things happen. A thing you can't even imagine. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's fantastic. There was so much to look at through the yeah. whole movie. I couldn't sit still. Let's go through the cast here. We can do that spoiler free. Start with the main man himself, Shang Chi, played by Simu Liu. If we pronounce any of these wrong, sorry. They're just uh, a lot of them aren't like 
everyday names nope. for and us. Was he in anything that I should recognize him from? This is his first like leading role. Yeah. So I, I don't recognize him. He was at least in a episode of Fresh Off the Boat. So I'm curious to go back and see see him in that. And he's thick. He's a he's a very large man. Yeah, he got he got pretty he beefed got up for this. For this I mean, role. he's not like uh he's not like Thor huge, but No, but he's not like Bruce Lee like like Yeah, he's not like cut. small. And he's, yeah. he's just jacked. I've never Usually Asian actors stay on the smaller side and get nice and ripped and, and thin. And yeah. This kid was just bulky. Yeah, well, I think impressive. that's more that was more like a 70s and 80s thing cuz like it wasn't as much of like those those people were just in shape by being in shape. <laughs> yeah, these people are put into shape by strict diet and yeah. workout regimen I mean, with a I... fitness guru and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's fantastic. I was very worried by the trailers because he seemed it, and it's literally just the trailers. It's uh, leading up. I kept saying like, he has a very emotionless face. He seems to have the same look on his face in every scene in the trailer. But it just is a coincidence. Because he has a huge range of emotion in this he movie. Does. He's fucking fantastic. Well, and that, that's what I was i was leading into uh, earlier when I said there's one thing in the movie that I didn't like what they did. I see why they did it, but I didn't like the way they did uh, At the beginning of the movie where he just plays dopey. You know what I mean? He's just like this, yeah, whatever, dude. You know, a dopey dude. And I'm like, I don't know if, it, if he's going to be like this for the whole movie. I don't know if I can handle it. You know, oh, really? no, I like that he, he just became like a normal person. Yeah, but he was he was overplaying it like like he was like he wasn't a smart man. That's the way they had him had him when he first came out. It was like, yeah, uh, whatever, you know, life goes on. And then all of a sudden, like <laughs> he was a bit of a slacker for a man of extreme discipline. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It, I didn't know if I could handle if they had kept that personality that he portrays at the beginning through the whole entire film. I'd have been like, ooh, this just doesn't fit. But yeah, well, I think we'll it, into... it fits the character because he's trying to shake off. Yeah, and I, the I hear you. monster I hear you. he was basically turned but, into. But yeah, he he's fantastic. He's he's immediately one of my favorite Marvel characters. I'm, I can't wait to, for a character I didn't give much of a shit about and thought he's just like a karate guy. Like yeah, I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I'm waiting for a new one. I can't wait for his his cameos and all the other movies he's gonna be in. This kid's got a big career coming. His best friend is named Katie, played by Aquafina. Aquafina. Am I supposed to know her from something? Okay, did you she watch... does look familiar, but I look through her IMDb and I'm like, Did you watch Crazy Rich Asians? No. All right, so she's in that. Is and that she like plays her like big this... like claim to fame? Well, well, that was one of her biggest ones. She has her own TV show. Yeah. Because uh, looking at her IMDb, I'm like, Oh, she's just famous for having a weird name. <laughs> well, no, it's because she's a she's a she's a comedic actress. She does all comedy. But she did Crazy Rich Asians, where she plays this, like, it's hard to explain. She lives in China, but she's uh, dressed like 90s hip-hop, and that's how she She kind of dresses like that in this movie. She does. She wears, like, parachute pants all the time. That's her look, but that's it's overplayed in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. And she's like, yo, homie, and she does all that stuff. She she pulls the 90s, like, uh, Seth Green look. You know that yeah. what is it? Can't hardly yeah, wait. Can't hardly wait. She, that's that's her from from all her movies. But she's um she's the dragon in Ran the Last Dragon as well. Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. So she's Disney's new golden child. I think she's going to do a lot with Disney and go a long way. She, she was is not my favorite human, but 
She did a phenomenal job. Yeah, she was job. fantastic in she this. I loved it. She did a phenomenal her. job in this movie. I've never seen her act serious in any way. I've never seen her portray a serious character. She impressed me in this. Well, she's and she's not strictly a serious character. No, she's but... She's pretty much the comic relief in this movie, but she she's was? fantastic and she's adorable. Oh, she's, she's amazing. And they're definitely going to wind up together. <laughs> they need to, even though it's not yeah. like... They're cute together. Like, yeah. I mean, they're just probably... Maybe she's a good psychic. Maybe that's... Maybe that's how it yeah, works. we'll get we'll come back to that because I did see a little at the ending. It was a little odd. Um, Tony Lung Choi Wai played the Mandarin. He's fucking fantastic. Oh my god, his range was crazy. Yeah, I did not expect him to actually have like a a emotional like storyline in this, but I just I just figured he'd be like powerful evil emperor no like and there's a whole fucking like emotional roller coaster with him like i wish my dad had been like this man this is his (laughs) even though he's always been fluent in english this is his first english speaking role really yeah which is weird because apparently he's a big chinese actor like he's i'm gonna have to go look at some of his stuff and i'll watch his stuff with subtitles he was he was fantastic i loved him so much Absolutely. One of the best parts of the movie. Like I can't wait to see him in other things because like just as an actor he was he was yeah, great. Absolutely. Let's see. Uh The only other main one I guess we'll talk about cuz there are a lot of like quick side characters is Shang-Chi's sister, Zai Ling, played by Meng Erzong. She was really good and I but I kind of like saw uh, where it was going. Like they tried to like swerve you one way and then swerve and then swerve back and I'm like, well yeah I kind of saw that yeah <laughs> like, we'll get into that in spoilers but she was good I really liked her as character she was pretty badass the only other person I recognized was uh, Shang Chi's aunt yeah um, Michelle Yu is that who that is yeah she was so nice <laughs> yeah she well she's she's in the new she's in the Star Trek thing. she looked familiar she played. Yeah. She plays in. I think I know her just as a younger person. Yeah, she's in. She's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She was in. She's in Star Trek as. Uh, was she in the first season one? She played the captain. Uh, whatever one that's got the girl that was in The Walking Dead, the newer Star Trek that's out. The show. Yeah. Or the movie. The no, show. The TV oh, show. Uh, Discovery. Discovery. She's in Discovery. Uh, she played the captain. In the first season, and then in the new seasons now, she plays uh, her doppelganger from another reality. Oh, really? And she's evil. So to watch her in this versus that, I was like, oh, man, she has a good range, too. She can play evil just as well as she can play nice. Yeah. And I was was happily surprised to see her in this. She's in Guardians of the Galaxy, too, as, uh, I think, one of the older Avengers, like one of, uh, at the end at Yondu's funeral. Yeah. They have the original, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. She also in Gunpowder Milkshake. I want to watch that. Gunpowder Milkshake. I've heard of that. It's on Netflix. It's uh, Karen Gillan's. She's, it's like an action. It's kind of like Atomic Blonde. It's by the same makers of oh, Atomic Blonde. Yeah, I'll have to watch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I saw some commercials for that. I was like, yeah, we're going to watch that. And I just haven't had a chance. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into full spoilers now, because there isn't much else to say without spoiling anything. Yeah, so if you haven't watched the movie... Stop yeah, I don't know why you'd be listening. We say this every time. I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but yeah, don't listen from now on. If you if you haven't watched the movie, definitely go see it though. A plus plus. 
10 out of 10. I give it 100%. Yeah. I give it 100%. It was just, it was what I wanted. Didn't know I wanted it, but it was what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so let's walk through this linearly. Uh, we start off, the beginning starts, it's either narrated by his mom or his aunt. I think, no, it's it his mom. It was his mom yeah. telling, telling a, a folk telling, story. Yeah, yeah, telling the story of the Mandarin who is over a thousand years old, yeah, which is fucking crazy. Powers. And how he found these ten rings, and it gave him everlasting life, but it also gave him great power. And he only used that power to gain more power. I thought that was really cool when they, they had, like, the Mandarin's army versus another, like, Chinese army. And all of them, are, it's just the Mandarin up front with his army in the back. And everyone is just, like, shitting themselves <laughs> on the other. And oh, then, yeah, that's when they uh, they were going to... When he just rides in solo and fucking yeah. starts whipping those rings around. And they said, aim for the sky, and they were archers. Yeah. And uh, they, they're all, like, shaking. They loosened their arrows, and he just went in there and just... Killed everybody, took down the fucking castle, everything. Like, <laughs> um, And then they show, like, through history, like, the Ten Rings became this huge, like, sh- kind of like the League of Shadows from Batman. Yes. They're kind of like manipulating the world and like and forging history and and taking out political people and and yeah they force gump the shit out of it yeah like sh- taking down governments and like they're responsible <laughs> for all these big like historical events and like the they assassinations and shit like that happened. and then the Mandarin in the nineties the Mandarin learned of he'd been searching and searching through like all these like folklore and maps and everything about this hidden village where you could gain like ultimate power where you could learn a like form of martial arts of the gods so you like go through this crazy forest of like moving trees it's like it's kind of like an ever-moving maze it's a bamboo forest and it's fucking that was like scary it was scary because <laughs> i mean it, he even sacrificed his own men he jumped out of a vehicle that, that was really cool yeah the the forest like pushed their car off this cliff and he like Used the rings to slash the door off and then dove out like right before he fell off the cliff and like all his <laughs> yeah all his men died, which has me leads me to believe like maybe just don't drive through the forest maybe that's the trick just walk <laughs> just walk through the forest well you gotta <laughs> stay in the pocket yeah um <laughs> so he finds this like opening and there's this woman there she's on this beautiful waterfall it was a, it, yeah, it was. I'd like to hang out there. I'm going to tell you, it was peaceful as fuck. <laughs> visually, this movie was so beautiful. Yeah, like every color popped. Everything was so beautiful about this movie. I couldn't believe it. And uh, that's where he he meets this woman, and he wants to be allowed access to the the secret village. What is it called? Tallow. Tallow. Yeah. Yeah. And she's basically like, no, <laughs> no outsiders. She's guardian allowed. of the door, pretty much. So they, he's like, well then I'll I'll make you, because he's just an arrogant asshole. And they fight, and she like kicks the shit out of him, basically. And he's using his ten rings of power, and she's yeah. still not. She's and that's still very. Not. She's like very crouching tiger, hidden dragon. She can, like it. moves the wind, which moves all the leaves, and she's you know she moves like water, basically. She's an airbender. Yeah, it was really cool. Then that's when we find out that this the person who's been talking is this woman, and it's Shang Chi's mother. She's telling him the story of like how his father was like a very bad person but then they fell in love and and she left Talo to be with him and they started like a regular life and had Shang-Chi so he gave up his rings and she gave up her power yeah in order to grow old together and have children and and do all that 
Yeah, and we come back to that a few times throughout the movie. Then we see, then we jump to the future, right? Uh, yeah, That's when we, we jump, jump to, we jump to present day San Francisco. Shang Chi is a valet. His name is Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean. Yeah, very confusing because I thought that they were just calling him Sean. Yeah, and I'm like, it sounds like everyone's saying Sean, and then it turned out they were saying <laughs> they Sean. were saying Sean because he changed his name to Sean, <laughs> yeah. and they. They, you know, they literally that, bring that up in the movie. That normal Asian name, <laughs> yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah. My name's Sean. My dad, my dad's name is Sean. <laughs> yeah, him and Katie are best friends. They've been best friends since he came to America about ten years prior. The time it's all it's it's hard to all figure out the timeline now because of like the snap and the jump in time and all that shit and was who was snapped and who wasn't snapped because he was born in like 1997, right. So I assume him and Katie weren't snapped. I you that, can only assume that, that lines because they up do, more. They do they do address that at least once in the movie too, so you know it's uh, all this happens uh, post. Yeah, definitely happens snap. after Endgame. But what happened before? Who knows? Because you don't know whose story yeah. is what. Because age wise, I'm like they're not twenty two years old. <laughs> like so, like how old were they supposed to be? Like, I don't know. Twenty four, twenty five. I don't know. I mean, they both look 30. <laughs> I don't know how old any of them are. <laughs> but uh. So earlier in the, before you get brought to San Francisco, um, Shang Chi's mother gave him a, a pendant that said, if you ever get lost, this will help you find your way home. Yeah, and he never changes the chain on it because when it flash forwards at him as yeah, an was, adult, that fucker's like a choker. Yeah, she puts <laughs> this thing around his neck as a child and when he, as an adult, he's he's got it on still, but it's it's right at his Adam's apple, and that would yeah. just drive me nuts. Yeah. Makes you wonder if he ever took it off for any reason. The actor that plays Shang-Chi is 32. Oh, well, shit. So, and he was 16 when he came to... When he came to America, which would be 2020. Right. Which would be right before the snap. So he didn't get snapped, and he spent 10 years living his life in America, so he's supposed to be 26, 27 yeah. years old. Right. Um, but yeah, him and Katie are best friends. They've been best friends this whole time. Her family wants her to like marry him, like a typical Asian family. They want, or like they're kind of disappointed that she's doing nothing with her life. She's they want a valet. Her to, yeah, they want her to like aspire to do more things because she's just kind of. They think she's wasting her life, and they think he's wasting her life. And or her grandma wants them to get married. Her grandma was also talking about the Day of the Dead, like they were like celebrating Hispanic holidays, it, like. The way she was explaining it, I'm like, that's just like Coco. <laughs> like she's like, I left presents at my husband's grave, and then they were gone, so he took them to the other world. I really had this. I really had this. But she literally said thought. the day of the dead, so I'm like, are you are you celebrating? I really had this thought later on in the movie. Yeah, we'll get back to that because I had the, I think I had the <laughs> same thought. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they are hanging out. They go to karaoke. Uh, they're yeah, just they're basically just like yeah, they do bestie. Yeah, things. they just kind of hang out and then enjoy. The karaoke them. was funny. That was funny. They and enjoy their life. You can't have any type of Asian movie without somebody doing karaoke. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was it was great. They did great songs. Katie and Sean are on their way to work on the bus, and a man approaches Sean and wants his necklace, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know what you want. Like, leave me alone." Yeah, you got the wrong guy, dude. And then, uh, and Katie's like, "What? Like, you don't want any? You don't want it to 
hurt him? Does he look like he can fight? And then the man like attacks Sean and he just beats the shit out of him. Um, and then you've seen this scene in the commercial. Other men join in and he's he's just the choreography was fucking the, the phenomenal. fight scene was it blew my mind. But the whole time Aquafina's face was just like duh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like this is some like Jackie Chan style fight choreography in this scene he's going in between bars he's flipping around he's going outside the bus back into the bus around the bus and they had this huge dude with a sword for an arm razor fist (laughs) razor fist (laughs) like this razor face (laughs) razor fist giant hungarian man with missing half of one arm but he's got like a metal stump and a giant blade comes out of it and it's like a blade of fire because it cuts (laughs) yeah it's like heated up blades it, it it cauterizes anything it cuts through. So he's he's kicking the shit out of everybody. Uh, they want his necklace. They fight. They cut the bus in half. They keep fighting, and they get his necklace and leave. Uh, he puts two and two together that his father sent these people. He had received a postcard from his sister. It turns out he has a sister. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, that was a twist <laughs> I didn't expect. It, and the, the postcard had a drawing of an origami version of the great protector which his mom told him about she she made him this origami dragon said the great protector like vanished the darkness away in uh tolo the great protector banishes this like evil demon that sucks your soul out yeah that thing locks him up behind the giant door in a cave somewhere yeah they've been protecting it for over a thousand years so they're like, I gotta go. He's like, I gotta go see my sister. And Katie's like, All right, well, I'm going with you. <laughs> Katie's like, You got a sister? <laughs> yeah. She's like, Well, I'm going too. They go to like China. Um, on the plane, he like explains everything about how like I came here because my mom died. When my mom died, my dad immediately put the ten rings back on and became like a even worse warlord a tyrant? <laughs> and trained me to to become an assassin of basically like. The guy had a name. Yeah, and they show they show his training as a kid uh, during this part. Yeah, uh, getting training beaten and, by sticks and punching shit, walls till his knuckles so bleed. And, yeah, it was it was intense. It it was very intense. I mean, you felt it emotionally the whole time. Yeah, there's this like Kabuki warrior named the Death Dealer, and you never see his face, you never see anything, and he's beautiful, just beating the shit out of him. Absolutely beautiful <laughs> uh, face mask. The whole outfit was amazing. Yeah. He's really, and he comes back later and, and does some fighting, and it's pretty dope. So, and you've probably you've seen that in the commercials where he's getting hit in the back with sticks and shit, and he's punching. The pop vinyl for him is amazing. Yeah, too. yeah. I was hoping to see that face just once. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll come back to that because I had a theory about that too for a little bit. And he tells Katie like his dad sent him to America to kill somebody, and he couldn't do that. So he once he got there, he just ran, started a new life. I don't know how. At like, 16 years have, old. Did he have money? Where was he living? He was, was 16 living? and he just started a new life on the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. When when it opened on San Francisco, I was like, oh, are we going to see Ant-Man in this movie? Ah. I was hoping for an Ant-Man cameo that we did not get. I was expecting uh, Big Hero 6. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Big Hero 6 San Francisco. Yeah, but I mean, Ant-Man's in San Francisco too. Yeah. I was hoping he'd pop up. Or at least maybe like a news on the on the news or something, you know what I mean? It would have been great to see a news story with him yeah. in it. So yeah, they get to China, they go to the address that's on the card, and it's this like underground fighting. Even though it's in a high rise. Yeah, it's like this skyscraper of underground fights. We see like a bunch of people fighting in like small kind of like glass cages, 
And there is a, like a glowing man, but I don't. I yeah, don't, I want to so, watch that again to see um, who it the was. The glowing man is from Iron Man. The ones that oh, he has like the extremists, the extremists. Oh, and he was fighting a Black Widow. Oh, really? Yep. If you I, pause it, just well, if you pause it, if you look at it just right, she's wearing a Black Widow belt, so she's one of the know. ones that got freed during Black Widow. I was so hoping that one of them was going to be Psylocke because there was rumors that Psylocke was going to show up in that this. That would have been awesome. This is where we see Abomination. You've seen Abomination in the trailer, and a lot of people thought like, at first people thought he was fighting Wong, and then they thought that. No, he's just fighting another wizard that kind of looks like Wong or Sorcerer. But it, no, it is Wong. It was Wong. <laughs> the only disappointing part to this was we pretty much saw this entire scene in the trailer. Like, it, it wasn't you, really you more to it. it. doesn't come. He doesn't come back later. But actually voiced by Tim Roth. Was it? Yep. Yeah, and the face looks a lot different. Um, it, it Completely different. Complete redesign of the character. He's larger. Yeah, he's um, enormous. Yeah. And he doesn't. He sounds a lot dumber. Yeah, um, he, he is. He is pretty stupid, <laughs> but definitely uh, voiced by Tim Roth. And it turns out that that's a training exercise. And so well, I think they're just in on it together. Right. To make money. Right. Because so, Wong. Because remember, Wong didn't have money. To yeah, pay he didn't for have money in, in Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> so like Wong's doing this to like they, they're kind of like rigging the game. Because he uh, he uses a portal to make Abomination knock himself out. Yeah. And then they show them backstage, and they're, like, talking. And he's like, I told you about pulling those punches. Yeah. Like, and then they go some. They He op- he does a slingering portal. Uh, Blackgate Prison. No, that's DC. Oh, no. Oh, so the raft. The raft. Was he bringing him back to the raft? So, so, so he, what, he just borrows him whenever he, he feels takes like him, it? He just opens up a portal <laughs> and takes him out of his jail cell. Yeah. So he goes back to prison every time. Uh, but they're training each other. That's well, he's training him to fight. So yeah, it, I can't wait to see what they do with that because you know it's going to come back. Yeah, another, nevertheless, it was cool to see. It turns out that Shang Chi's sister runs this underground. Yeah, she's a boss ring, lady, man. Because they tell him like he had to sign to get in, and but it was a trick. He signed actually signed up to be in like the main event because his video from the bus someone rec- was recording him <laughs> fight that went viral so they're like you had to call fight him bus boy <laughs> and he had to fight his sister and she just basically kicks the shit out of him because he won't fight her yeah because he wouldn't fight back and he's like dad's gonna come after you he wants both our necklaces like i'm here because you sent me this postcard and she's like i didn't send you this postcard and that's when the ten rings show up and just start like fucking drinking everyone <laughs> like, that that trick with the postcard is classic yeah People, that's evil cool. people do that all yeah. the time. Yeah, that's 80s action movie 101. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, classic misdirect. I didn't send you the postcard. I didn't invite you here. It happens. It just does. <clears throat> so There's a lot of callback to this, you know, from 80s and, yeah. and 90s uh, action flicks. So I, I just, man, I, I want it to come out on video. <laughs> I want to see it Yeah, now. I can't wait to see it I want to go back to the theater again. I'm yeah. just, I'm stoked for this one. Yeah, definitely don't s- sleep on this. It's definitely a movie to be seen in theaters if you haven't seen. Yeah, it Yeah, go see it in the big screen. If you rented it on Disney Plus, if that's an option, it's not. It's it, it's not you on can't streaming rent it yet. On nope. There. No, no. Nope. Um, and that stems from the whole Black Widow issue. Yeah, uh, because they put it on streaming before they were supposed to, and she didn't get money. And yeah, the Russo thing. brothers who directed the last few Avengers and the last two Captain America movies. They are contracted for one more Marvel movie, 
and now they're hesitant to do, well do it because they're like, no, nah, yeah. we don't want to get fucked out of money. They're at a complete impasse right now, so they're they were in negotiations and they can't come to an agreement. Yeah, so it may not happen. Yeah, uh, but they didn't go on record publicly to say this, so I believe they're still in the negotiations, and right now they're just having you know that that little bit of a hiccup. Yeah, and I think they'll they'll they'll. Well, I mean, why it. not? Why not use it as leverage? <laughs> yeah, they'll push through it, and that's definitely because what they did is they leaked this little bit of a story about being at an impasse, which gets the public vote, yeah. and then if the public vote says you got to do this, Disney will bend to that will, and then finally the Russo brothers will get what they want, and it it'd be stupid not to let them do it again. It would. It'd yeah. be awful not to let them do it. So, but yeah, the uh, Death Dealer gets the sister's necklace. And then there's a really cool fight scene. They're on like the scaffolding outside the building, like bamboo scaffolding, which has been seen a lot. Yeah, Rush uh, Hour Three. Huh? <laughs> Rush Hour Three. Yep. <laughs> you you see this uh, fighting on bamboo on outside of buildings and a lot of the uh, classic Asian kung fu movies and stuff. But this one just did so much for me. It, it was beautiful. It was just beautiful. The, yeah, the, the movements were beautiful. His sister moves like a damn cat. Yeah. Yeah, she's a badass motherfucker. <laughs> She uh, and like she said, she you know she wasn't allowed to train uh, as a warrior, so she watched the boys train and taught herself to do it better. Yeah, so, it turns out like once her mom died, Mandarin became a real asshole towards his daughter just because cast her aside. She, like he, he, she reminded him of his wife so much that he like couldn't bear to even look at her. So yeah, she wasn't allowed to train, so she just kind of like trained herself in secret. What is, that, what is that weapon of choice that she uses? Yeah, she uses kind of like what Scorpion uses. It's like a like a spike on a rope. Yeah. That she's just kicking around and stuff. Although I don't know the actual And I tell you, it. watching her wield that thing was just impressive. Yeah. Yeah, she 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 does some damage. And Mike, I, I do have a lot of questions about how much of that is real and can she really wield a, a weapon like that? I think but the scene where it was like her as a younger child doing it was real but like definitely later it's pretty much all CGI. Oh, I'm sure there's a bunch of CG in the fighting yeah. <laughs> and stuff but it's just I can't imagine trying to throw around something like that and see it coming and not hit myself with it. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill. <laughs> yep. Um but yeah, they have this huge fight on the side of the building. Katie almost dies. Sister saves her and then Shang-Chi fights the death dealer and they have this cool fight with the just flipping knives out of each other's hands and shit. It was crazy. And at that point, I was wondering, because we still hadn't seen Death Dealer's face, and Shang-Chi goes to kill Death Dealer and is stopped by the Mandarin. And I was like, is it going to turn out that that is their mom? I had that same thought. Yeah. I was like, God, this has got to be their mom. Like, and Let that's me see why it's face. completely covered. Yeah. You know, maybe mom got like grotesquely disfigured or something, or, you know, doesn't have the ability to be mom and is like a just a mindless soldier. Yeah, and is a, is a and I was like, yeah, I, you know, my whole brain was just going off. I'm like, I think this is their mom, but we never get to find that out. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, damn it. <laughs> Mandarin is very happy to see Shang Chi. He's like, my son's home. Doesn't still doesn't give a fuck about his daughter. <laughs> the daughter tells Katie like, ever just be quiet, and they'll basically not even. No, you're here. Like just, yep, just say yes. And yeah, just nod. Yeah, just agree and nod. Um, he's brought back. They're all brought back to the Mandarin's compound, and he's just basically like, 
I let you. I like. I always knew where you were. I just let you do this. Yep, I let you live your life for ten years and I brought you home. Yeah, so now you're you're back to be my right hand man, be an assassin, and eventually take over the Ten Rings. Which it's like, why would you ever need to take over? Like you're immortal. <laughs> like, you can live forever as long as you keep your rings. Yeah, um, maybe he saw. Maybe he was tired. Maybe he was done. Maybe he didn't <clears> maybe. Uh, we, so he found. We find out that he has been. We get that's when we get the backstory that he actually took his rings off. And they had like a very normal life for a while. Uh, they played like, dance, they, dance, they DDR, <laughs> like. And Mandarin was like nice to his daughter and like loved his family. And, yeah, like, he was, was a just normal a father. nice normal man. And then when Mandarin was away from home, a a gang came to like take revenge on him. And uh, Shang Chi and his sister like. I had to go inside and hide while the mom fought everybody. But then, like, a bunch more people showed up, and they just, like, beat her to death, basically. Yeah, because she had no powers. Yeah, she didn't have her powers She still could anymore. fight, but she had no powers, and she got overpowered and killed. But she, she just... beat the shit out of a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> there did. were bodies everywhere. <laughs> she was she she was badass. There's no, no doubt that. So that's when uh, Shang, uh, the Mandarin put his rings back on. Shang-Chi witnessed what happened. And so he like takes Shang Chi to this like underground Mejong, yeah, like casino, and to like point out who if he don't recognizes anybody, and then Mandarin just clears fucking house and beats the shit out of everybody. I, he he slaughtered that dude yeah. in front of his kid. That was yeah. That, that the scene death was scene you don't see, you don't physically see the death scene. But he walks up to this guy, point blank range with these rings. And rings. Fires and if you them watch the movies, you see these rings put out a, a sonic blast that would just absolutely turn anybody's face into jello. And that's what he does point blank range yeah. to this guy. And, and he uh, tells him that blood can only. He says basically, like. Basically, said blood for blood. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you know, eye for an eye. Yeah. And that's when we find, like, the person that Shang-Chi was sent to America to kill, like, he that's when his training started. He was trained then for, like, seven years. And then he was sent. Like, eventually Mandarin found the exact person responsible for his wife's death, and he sent Shang-Chi to kill him. Correct. I feel like you probably had the same thought that I did, that that was Katie's grandpa. <laughs> later in the movie, later in the movie, he... Says to Katie, "I'm not who you think I am." Yeah, I lied. I when lied I said to you. that I didn't kill that. And guy. I thought it was gearing up to, "I was sent here to kill your grandfather," and that's why you befriended her and he was good friends with her. Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that because I was like, "Fuck." Well, it was that revelation was weird too because it was like there was going to be a flashback to him killing that, and guy, then there was and nothing. There was nothing. He's yeah. just like, "Oh no, I lied and I did kill that guy." And so you have to assume that he actually killed the guy and. I was assuming, since they brought up the death of her grandfather and everything yeah. else, that that's what that was. I really did. I, I was like, I was convinced. Yeah. But it's they very never weird it. that they, like, it would have been fine to just be like, no, I didn't kill that guy. Like, that's very true. They could have done that. Like, why? Like, why? Why? Why go back without it being so, a revelation to anything else? So basically, uh, he killed that guy and then decided that that's not what he wanted to do with his life. But yeah, they are there. Uh, Mandarin's like, I've been hearing your mother. She's been speaking to me. She is in. She is back in in Taolo, and she's being kept behind this gate. Basically, what happened was when we get like another flashback when the Mandarin met his wife. She asked like 
the I don't know high council or whatever whoever's in charge of Tallow if the Mandra could come live there too and then they could be together and they said no they're basically like he's doing too many evil things like he'll corrupt this land he'll ruin everything so she that's why she left because she still wanted to be with him so he thinks they're holding her hostage yeah as like punishment Ben's getting beat up by Hank the podcast (laughs) cat so he's like I've figured out how to navigate through the forest He's like, look, and he he had their their medallions. He put them in these this dragon statue. He put him on their eyes, and then you see it in the commercial, like water like explodes. It was insane. And then it winds up for, on the ground. It forms like the forest and shows that like once a year, a straight passage through the forest opens up, but it only opens up for a certain amount of time. And that's when Shane, she's like. You fucking crazy! Like yeah. this is bullshit. Nope, we're not, not doing helping this. you. Like you can't bring your bullshit to Mom's village. He's like, she's gone. Like you just have to deal with it. Like you, you have a fucking family. Why don't you worry about that? Like, and he's just like, I'm not having any of this. Lock them up. Yep, put them in the dungeon. That's where we find out that Trevor Slattery, Ben Kingsley, is oh still God. alive. So if you haven't yet. Um, you need to go on to Disney Plus and watch uh, All Hail the King or something like that. Yeah, Hail to the King, Hail which is King. not new. I no. keep seeing people post, oh, this new thing was it's released. Not it's Disney, not new. The only reason it looks new is because Disney yeah. just... That's from just the dropped. Thor 2. That's from the bonus features of Thor 2. Back when the MC movie, MCU movies first started coming out, Disney would make uh, Short. shorts and put them on the DVDs. And this one was in retaliation to everyone being pissed about Iron Man 3. <laughs> so it's a short of Ben Kingsley being in jail and being like uh, interviewed and finding out that the Ten Rings is real and that the Mandarin is pissed that he used the name of the Mandarin. Um, and then they broke him out of jail. And then they broke him out of jail to be killed by the Mandarin, but then he became the Mandarin's like jester. <laughs> it's pet. <laughs> um, but he also has a pet that is this like faceless pig bear thing with wings it looks like a cooked turkey with feathers it looks like a four-legged butt with fucking (laughs) wings on it It it's very friendly it is super friendly it's from uh tallow and it tells trevor slaughter you can understand what it's saying when it i don't know how it makes its noises he's telling him like it can navigate them into the forest before it opens so they can get there to prevent the Mandarin from coming and destroying their world. He has a 90% chance. 19% chance. They got a 90% chance of making it. Oh, oh no, that's 19%, 19% chance of making it. Ben Kingsley just made this movie. So they steal a car. They steal Razor Fist's spray painted. Razor Fist. Whip. They get out of there. They, that, that chase scene was great. Yeah, they're like chasing around the garage. Is, it was like, just so was great. Really they were cool. chased by motorcycles. The way they're, they're like popping out of the windows and like ripping people off motorcycles and shit. <laughs> it was really cool. And then, yeah, they na- they get navigated. They have to. The trick is you have to like get within this pocket of moving trees. And as long as you can stay in it and you know like the pattern, basically, you can get into Tallow without dying. Without dying, which they almost die. Um, because the forest will eat you, he says. Yeah, but then they get in and there's all these, like, basically every single, like, mythical Chinese creature you've ever seen in, like, a statue or on a painting are all based on these creatures that actually exist in 
tallow. Mm. Like, uh, and this is a this is another dimension, by the way. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, just you a go like through this waterfall, world, and then you open up this pocket of like it's like portal into like yeah another realm. Yeah, it's it's go- it reminded me originally when they first ended up in there when they first went through the waterfall and ended up because you go through this waterfall and it goes through like this almost looks like you're going through yeah it's like a sling ring made out of uh water basically yeah and then they come out on the other side it reminded me of the new uh wizard of oz movie when they they first come into oz it's kind of like a stargate (laughs) yeah it was really cool because it's like this beautiful landscape and then all these just exotic yeah, there's, there's like phoenixes flying around and then like the big kind of like dog lion oh, monsters with the big teeth. They were really cool looking and like dragons and stuff like that um, just everywhere. And a whole whole swarm of those pig faceless monsters. And like they recognized him and knew yeah. who he was like, oh, hey. Um, and then the white foxes with ten tails. Oh. Yeah, nine tailed foxes. Nine tailed foxes. Yeah, They're, those were really pretty. Um, they get to the village and they're ba- they're told by this man like, no, go away. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Take your car and get out. Um, but then it turns out that their mom's sister lives there, their aunt, and she's super nice. She's like, no, you can stay. Hank was about to do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's become a counter kitty, and I hate it. Ugh. Jumps up on everything. Yeah, she's like, yeah, your mom was like the best, and your dad's evil, basically. So he is because he has the ten rings. Basically, the darkness that is behind this gate. The Great Protector came out thousands of years ago, banished this darkness into this cave, and then sealed it off with dragon scale, which is like the most powerful thing in the world. Correct. It is speaking to... It knows that... The darkness knows that the Ten Rings is the only thing powerful enough to open the gate. So it's speaking to him as his wife to come open the gate. So it's basically tricking the Mandarin. And he's he is for sure like, this is my wife. I know this. This, yeah, is, this is what's going on. He's no he's, bullshit. He will not be. His mind will not be changed. Because you know, <laughs> he's so lost without his wife, and that's all I can see is he needs her back. Yeah. So she she gives him presents that our mom left for them, which is like dragon scale armor. Oh, beautiful outfits. Yeah. How she knew their exact sizes. <laughs> maybe 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 you put it stretchy, on it, like it fixes this, like Saiyan so. armor. <laughs> And then they, they kind of get to training. Katie learns how to, to do some archery. Um, and then Shang-Chi is trying to learn the ways of, like, Talos martial arts. Yeah. Well, and first they go visit uh, the shrine where picture their mom's the picture is. Yeah. Um, she's like, which is weird to me. She's like, let's go see your mom. And I'm like. Yeah, I thought it was going to be some like sort of spirit quest or something. Yeah, I thought not just a like, picture, a photo, take some peyote, and this this doesn't look like a place with a photo lab. <laughs> Sit by the fire, but it was drawing. It wasn't a photo. Yeah, photo. that's it true. Was a drawing. Um, so it was a very beautiful shrine uh, that they had, and their mom's picture was there. So you know that puts an end to that theory of was mom the Kabuki warrior or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, soon we get a definitive that it's not. <laughs> so he starts training, and basically his aunt's like, you're conflicted because you need to come to terms with the fact that you are both your mother and your father. Like, it's okay that you are who you are. Like, stop fighting yourself, basically. Like, stop being upset that you, your father is your father, and that's made you who you are. Like, right. it's okay to just... Uh, Embrace your mother's side. Yeah, like basically. come to terms with who you are and use all the parts of yourself to to become one, basically. And then he starts getting the grasp of it. 
because it is is I would have liked a little more definition to what exactly their like martial arts is like because it's it, just it, organic. It's it, like an organic yeah. martial arts versus you know a, they it, a strict. Yeah, it's kind of like Ultra Instinct in Dragon Ball Z. Like you just kind of effortlessly move. Like it's not like a speed or power thing, but like it like moves like the wind around you and yeah. everything else. Like it just kind of makes you like you can't be touched. Basically, you just kind of move fluidly. Just pure offense and defense all at the same time. So okay, you just kind of become effortlessly in it. Yeah, that's when he tells he tells Katie about how he did kill a guy, and that's what's like making him conflicted and stuff, and that he's going to have to kill his father if he wants to stop him and all this. And that's when we thought, shit, he killed Katie's grandpa. Yeah, that's when we <laughs> thought that. But no, just some dude they don't show. Um, yeah, they never they never unless they go back, back to that or something. I thought they were going to. Yeah, but no. Um, I'm glad it wasn't Katie's grandpa, but still. Yeah. Then the that's the, everyone gets ready for battle. Basically, they have these cool like dragon scale staffs. Those are those are pretty cool. Oh, like, knives, bam- staffs, everything. Yeah, everything. Arrows. Everything. Uh, his sister's weapon had dragon tip spear uh, arrowhead on it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything um, was made out of the the when the great protector like went back to his slumber or whatever, he gifted them with dragon scale to. Make and weapons and weapons. clothes and everything. Shields, the shields yeah, were just the shields giant were just like scales. giant dragon scales. Oh, it was awesome! It was um, awesome, and they glowed. So they had this like fiery glow. To yeah, them. they looked really cool. Um, they try to to talk the ten rings into leaving, and they're just like, "Nah, like we're doing this." Yep. And they're like, "All right," <laughs> so they just go to all out war, and then uh, Shang Chi fights the Mandarin. Kind of gets his ass kicked a little bit, and then kicks the shit out of the Mandarin. Well, he he the Mandarin uh, basically puts him underwater after trying not to kill him. He decides, well, whatever, I'm gonna go through to you anyway. And then uh, Shang Chi sinks to the bottom of the. the yeah, lake. he gets they they fight a bit, and then he he yeah he uses the ten rings, launches them in the middle. There's a lake separating the village from the mountain where the where the Dragon Scale Gate is. He launches himself up there. The Ten Rings kind of do everything and nothing all at the same time. <laughs> like they're projectiles, but they're also like they can launch you up into the air. Yeah, and they're whips, but they they don't do. They're not the Ten Rings from the comics. I I kind of wish they could have touched on that, but that would have been a lot of story. Yeah, in the comics, they all every single one has a different ability. Right. <laughs> so, so these yeah, have it's a just little too all much. the abilities in one. Yeah, but they don't. They still they don't have any of the abilities really from the comics. No. Because comics, we got like a fire ray and an ice beam. Oh, and one fucking, that can make him read minds and yeah, stuff. All yeah, sorts of stuff. A fucking disintegration beam yeah. and stuff like that. So. These are just like extremely powerful. Yeah. So he goes up, he starts smashing on the fucking dragon scale gate. These little flying bat demons with tentacles come out kind of one at a time. Yeah, and they start the weaseling f- through cracks. Yeah, the first one grabs the death dealer and sucks its soul out. Oh, God. So basically, like, they're going to collect souls and then feed them to the darkness. So I was expecting Harry Potter to show up at this point. Yeah, it was very Death Eaters uh, and souls, the, the, uh, whatever those ghost things are. Dementors. Dementors. (laughs) Yeah. Sucking the soul and life out of you. Yeah, they really, like, grab you with their tentacles. Like, they can't be hit. The only thing they're going to hurt them is dragon scale. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, because they tried. Uh, They tried killing them and they just reform. Yeah. And uh, they'll literally grab you and suck your soul out of your mouth. Shang-Chi is sinking to the bottom of the lake. 
that's when he he hears his mom's voice. Yeah, he hears his mom's voice. Yeah, basically like telling him everything's okay, and and like, then he can breathe into water. He can breathe the water. He did. He sucked. I think the, water the dragon in. was doing that because yeah, there were like air bubbles like forming around his mouth, and then he like sucks in all those air bubbles. Yeah, and we find out the great protector is at the bottom of the lake. And it, uh, Shang-Chi, like, rides it up into the sky. It's very, like, never-ended story. <laughs> this is where the movie went yeah. absolute CG and haywire. Yeah. But it was still beautiful to <laughs> yeah. watch. Surprise, there's a dragon in this. <laughs> like, a uh, dragon with no wings. It kind of just surfed the air. Like yeah. A snake on the ground. Mm-hmm. It there's was a name for him. I can't amazing. remember what the name for it is. They're in a video game that I play, too. Yeah, it just kind of like yeah, circles around. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but awesome at the same time. So he starts fighting the Mandarin, but he also like because he can control now. Now he's like mastered the art style, like from the words he heard from his mom, and uh, so he can like grab the rings because she grabbed when they showed them fighting in at the beginning of the movie. She could like control the rings, and they turn gold, and they would turn yellow instead of blue. They do a flashback at one point with him training with his mom. Yeah, so she had been like, teaching him this. Yeah, she's at teaching him like the age. form, like the stances and the like body movement and shit. Yeah. Right. So she had been teaching him this a lot. So it was in him. It was ingrained in him. He knew it. He just needed to bring it out. Yeah. So they start. They, they and they have a really cool fight scene up on the mountain. The gate is unleashed. Unfortunately, Shang Chi gets like all ten rings, and it looks like he's gonna fucking. Kill his dad. He's got them all like charged up in a ball, but then he just throws them on the ground. Like I'm not. I don't need to kill you. The giant darkness grabs the Mandarin, and he basically like sacrifices his life to protect his son. He launches the ten rings onto Shang Chi, which is cool. I was hoping from the commercials that like he would get the ten rings to like give him a reason to hang with the Avengers. Like I didn't really want him to be like the new Black Widow, where he's just a normal person that is good at fighting. Right. Like I wanted him to have some sort of superpower. <laughs> Well, he does now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, the Mandarin dies. He gets his soul sucked out. And then, and then at one point, uh, his sister. Yeah, his sister's on the dragon now. Uh, well, no, on the ground. She's like, the only way we're going to beat the Mandarin and the only way we're going to beat this darkness is if we all. So she convinces the Mandarin's army to, to drop their together. weapons. Yeah, because they up see the... the souls getting sucked out of Yeah. It, oh, and these guys were shitting themselves. So they decided to all work uh, together. Work together. So. Razor fist, razor fist, yeah. Breaks off his his giant sword and puts on a uh, dragon, a dragon scale, scale, scale sword on his fist, yeah, on his fist to start to help kill all these uh, demons. Which I think it was great. It's a good turn. She that just shows that she's got the power. Yeah, she's a good leader. Yeah, yeah. and she's a good leader, and she she knows that yeah. she's she she, ho- can... she hops on that dragon. Yeah, she did. She starts flying around. Um. And then, yeah, we get, like, a big monster fight. We get, like, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, basically. I was like, holy kaiju, let's go. Um, Like, Shang-Chi and his sister are, like, jumping on and off of the dragon and trying to fight this, the dark, we'll just call it the darkness. I was wondering if it was going to be Nightmare, because they said Nightmare was going to, might be in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. And when they kept calling it the darkness, I was like... Oh, maybe it's... it's I mean... And especially when that first one came out and it was like tentacly. I'm like, well, the darkness is tentacly. Yeah, <laughs> it could be Nightmare. Very yeah. good. Could have been. Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be... Yeah, it was just this huge monster. And then they're fighting and then it tries to suck the soul out of the Great Protector. And if that happens, then all of like Talo will die, basically. Yeah. So then Shang-Chi saves fucking day. No! 
Katie saved the day. Oh, yes. Katie saved the day. Katie, uh, Katie launched an arrow at this thing's throat. <laughs> yeah, Katie shot an arrow through its throat. And as it falls, Shang-Chi fucking like Kamehameha's that shit right in this oh. tummy with all the ten rings and, and so explodes. He it. launches himself into the air and launches the rings into this thing's chest. And then he's doing these aerobatics coming down, yeah. but he's controlling mm-hmm. his descent because not only is he controlling water and the rings, but he's controlling the air around him. So he's doing this insane, like, yeah, he's basically the avatar the <laughs> to finally blow the shit. Yeah, and then it explodes. <laughs> so it was really cool to watch because it really showed him come to full power, even without his rings. He could control the elements the way his mom did. Yeah, it was really really cool to watch because the the movements were so fluid and it was just so beautiful. And then we cut to them explaining at the beginning of the film they were with their friends that were a couple and they were the ones giving them shit like. We have, we're like, this is our life, and this is our story, and we do cool stuff. And it's like, what do you do? And it's like, oh, we park cars. Yeah. And then it cuts back to them being like, yeah, and then we fought a fucking dragon. <laughs> and then the Mandarin died, and then this and that and this, and they tell them all like, this yeah, don't fuck with us. And she's like, are you just messing with me? Like, are you mocking, are you mocking me? me? And then she's like, no. <laughs> like, all this really happened. And then in the middle of the restaurant, a sling ring portal opens up, and Wong comes out. And he's like, you're Shang-Chi. And he's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, I'm Wong. And he's like, yeah, I know. Which I don't know how he would know. Like, what the fuck? Like, they act like all these people are, like, just n- no names now. Like, Yeah, because they're, like, in New York, right? Like, what were you? It doesn't <laughs> even matter. Like, it isn't like the Avengers killed Thanos and then went to the media and was like, here's every single person <laughs> that was involved. Like, you would just be like, you're all back to life. Now fix the world. Like yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he knew who he was. Um, so I was hoping for a Doctor Strange uh, appearance, but they we keep, didn't. They keep teasing us with this whole Doctor Strange appearance thing, and he just hasn't showed up yet. Yeah. It's really annoying. So he's he's basically like, "You guys need to come with me." Like, do you have the Ten Rings with you? And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right." They must have been in his backpack. Because he... yeah, or just under his shirt sleeves he, or something. He walked through the door. I mean, no, they he... jingle jangle pretty much. <laughs> He walked through the door with a backpack on. I was like, oh, they must be in the backpack. Yeah, so him and Katie go through the portal, and that's when the movie ends. But we get a mid credit scene where he's with Wong, him and Katie are with Wong, and being, like, hologram Skyped in, like, in Endgame, is Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner, no longer Professor Hulk Bruce Banner, regular Bruce Banner again, but with the his arms still in a sling. Yeah, so that that damage is permanent, is fairly yeah. permanent. But then, you know, Josh brought out to me why is he Bruce Banner? And if you look carefully on his left arm, there's a device with a tube. Yeah. So I think he's devised something that help him like almost venomize like like. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get it that he like separates himself from the yeah. Hulk. So we'll we'll figure that out. Something will happen, but he was there, human. Yeah, and they're talking about the Ten Rings, and Bruce Banner is like, well, they're not Vibranium. And they're not and, Tachari. And yeah, Captain, Mar- uh, Captain Marvel's like, they're not any sort of alien tech I've ever seen in my life. But there's a beacon. Yeah, and then they like, Wong said, like, once Shang-Chi got the rings, this beacon started. Like, that's when they, they that's how they noticed him, because a beacon went off. So I wonder why all this power for thousands for a thousand years with his father and no beacon but I think because they were being used for evil 
so now that they're being used for good, they're going to call upon some. I think the eternal, the power. Eternals. It's going to. It's going. I think they're going to be the Eternals. Eternals technology. Oh. In the comic books, the Ten Rings are made by you know Fing Fang Foom, yeah, the giant dragon that wears purple yeah. shorts. <laughs> His race, because he's from a planet full of dragon creatures like that. In the in the comics, that's where those came. So, from. do you think it's leading up to a a, a Fing Fang Foom? No. Nah. Uh, no, uh, Audrey Killian, the original Mandarin, he had that big dragon tattoo on his chest. Yes. That's supposed to be Fing Fang Foo. Um, But no, yeah, I think they'll just change the story to where it'll be Eternals technology. Well, more likely, it'll be Celestial technology that they brought to Earth with them because the Eternals are children of the Celestials. Which works, because a lot of stuff in the comics is Celestial technology. Correct, like. Yeah. All of the advanced mutations that Apocalypse has in the X-Men is from, he found us crash celestial spaceship and like use their technology to further his abilities and power. So yeah, I mean, I assume those are, that's what's going to be like what is making the Eternals come forward. I hope so, but I, I don't know. I still they gotta they gotta link it somehow. I still it's can't be... give a fuck about that movie. It looks well, listen, so bad. <laughs> we didn't really give a fuck about this one either until we went and watched it. So I was still excited for it. Though. I mean, I'm look, <laughs> I'm not excited at all. But I'm I hope I'm wrong. I hope I really enjoy I the Eternals. I'm excited I have faith about in Disney any Marvel movie that's gonna be hitting the, the theaters. Yeah. I don't know shit about the Eternals, no. but I can't wait to watch it just because I want to see the story progress. Yeah, I didn't know shit about this one, but now. This replaces Iron Man yeah. for one of the top movies for me. Yeah, this is this we, we will definitely do a, a MCU ranking here, like a definitive ranking here sooner than later. But, I mean, I definitely think this is top 10. It's up there. It was it was so enjoyable. It Listen, was people love Captain America, uh the first Avenger, people love the first Iron Man, people love this one to me was more exciting than all of those. For me, for me personally, if I can sit in a movie theater and my body react to what I'm watching on the screen, like that means emotionally I am invested in this movie 100%. I don't get like that. I can sit down and watch movies all day long and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But my body physically jerked and reacted to this film for the whole two hours I was in the theater. Yeah, there was no bore. And no part was I bored. And no part did it really slow down at all. So it was, it was fantastic. Then we get a uh, end credit scene of Shang Chi's sister taking over the Ten Rings. She's becoming the new leader of the Ten Rings. Yep. So basically, the Mandarin. And then it is. It says that the Ten Rings will return. Right. So in that scene, uh, you see girls fighting with the with the guys. Girls training as well. Yeah. So that's a big thing that she's changed. She's made it unisex so everybody can fight. And then. It was a normal compound when her dad owned it, and yeah, now there's graffiti like everywhere, and stuff, yeah. just like it was on her her tower her room. Yeah. Um. So she's definitely, you know, I'm wondering when they'll return, though. Well, who knows when they'll return? Of course, they're going to do a second movie. They have to. Yeah. Uh, because I think she will become an adversary for her brother. Yeah, I'm sure. Um. Next, I think that's what's going to happen. But I'm sure they'll pop up in something else. I'm wondering He's if they'll be. I'm wondering if they'll be the organization that Moon Knight is fighting. Maybe. Maybe. Kind of like the Foot Clan. 
So the Ten Rings will still be. I think they'll start to be evil again, and I think she will yeah. turn to that side, yeah. and he will have to fight them. Or maybe not. Or maybe they'll be like the new S.H.I.E.L.D., where they'll just be like world protectors, but it didn't seem that way. I mean, it's a pretty evil organization. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's that's the movie. It was fucking great. We yeah. loved it. 10 out of 10. Literally, I, I watched this entire movie quiet, didn't talk to anybody, just I, I went by myself. And at the very end of this movie... The only thing I texted to Josh was "Holy fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. That was my reaction because I, you couldn't put into words. I couldn't. I just it was insane. Yeah, I think the only thing I would have changed is the mid and post credit scene. I think maybe I would have flip flopped them because the first one was a bit much bigger than the second one. I do. I agree with that. So I, waiting all the way through the credits, I was just like, oh. <laughs> okay. yeah. It, the the last the the end credit scene was not as exciting. It should have been right after. Yeah, definitely. Josh is one hundred percent correct on that one. But uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on Shang Chi. I'm sure you loved it too. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to hear if people didn't like it. There's some people I don't, out there. Yeah, like I don't it didn't know why. Do the best first opening night. It didn't do the best, but it's projected. Well, I to think do... it was for a movie that is predominantly Chinese cast. It's not releasing in China. Yeah, like they were like no, because they just have certain. There's certain things they won't. They won't do. Hmm. So a lot of like, uh, especially when it comes to a lot of like mythical shit, they will not release like that and like ghosts and shit like that. Um. So that takes away. That always takes away if you lose that entire like demographic. You know, I just I noticed this is just a throw in. All the toys for this line are already on clearance at Walmart. Yeah, because like, they've been out for like a year and a half. Well, yeah. So like, like the movie drops, and the weekend the movie drops, all the toys go into clearance. And yeah. It's like, why capitalize on that shit now? Yeah, it's it's happening with all the movies. All the movies, toys are either already sold out or or clearance because they've they went out. Thinking the movie was going to come out, yeah. and then they did because this movie was supposed to come out in November, I think. Yeah, so they pushed them. They pushed out the toys for March, something like that. Yeah. But, and that kills the toy sales because yeah, if people you don't have, have no movie, uh, no context. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you're like, oh, what is this? What is this? And then uh, almost a year later, you get the movie. It's like, oh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, but let let us know your thoughts. You can reach us on Twitter, FMB and Podcast. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, FMB and the number four and the letter U. Go get some of our cool merch. We have Stay Nerdy My Friend t-shirts, for tons of different Fred logos, all on our merch yeah, store. Yeah, tagline, man. <laughs> yeah, all on our merch store, fmbn.threadless.com. And we will be back next time with another movie commentary. I'm not sure which one. But until then, I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy.